0: Studies show that older African-Americans are almost twice as likely as whites to develop Alzheimer's disease for genetic, biological and socioeconomic reasons. Diet and even the stress of experiencing racism can be factors. Yet relatively few African-Americans want to talk about Alzheimer's, which is the leading cause of dementia. For historical reasons, even fewer want to participate in clinical research trials that could deliver benefits to themselves and future generations. You just don't hear about Alzheimer's in the Black community. There's some stigma," said Stephanie Monroe, associate director of the African American Network at the DC-based nonprofit U.S. Against Alzheimer's, the event's organizer. The organization was founded in 2010 by George Vredenberg, AOLS, former chief counsel, and his wife, Trish, a writer and former journalist. The effort to engage African Americans on Alzheimer's comes as the U.S. population ages and becomes more diverse. More than 5 million Americans are living with Alzheimer's, a number expected to more than triple by 2050. According to the Alzheimer's Association, in the Washington area, the number of people 65 or older with Alzheimer's is expected to grow by nearly 40 percent, to 329,000, by 2025. Alzheimer's is like and encourage them to seek help for loved ones who may suffer from it. As part of the event, the network attempts to recruit audience members for a huge federally funded clinical trial. Yet even among those interested enough to attend the play, several expressed reluctance to participate in medical research. All of them agreed, with one word, Tuskegee, and its shameful legacy. That refers to a 1932 medical study, for which the federal government enlisted about 400 low-income black men. Suffering from syphilis without informing them of their options and allowed some to go untreated after penicillin became available. I think for very good reasons in minority communities there is distrust of clinical trials, comma, said Raise A. Sperling, a Harvard Medical School neurology professor and director of Alzheimer's research at Brigham and Women's Hospital, who encouraged audience members to enroll in her research. Sperling is the principal investigator of a study involving 60 sites in the United States, Canada and Australia attempting to learn whether regular transfusions of an antibody will stop the cascading series of events that lead to memory loss, cognitive impairment and, eventually, death. The A4 study, as it is called, targets beta-amyloid, a protein whose buildup. up is the precursor to Alzheimer's aging adults who have signs of amyloid build-up but no symptoms of cognitive impairment receive infusions of an antibody in the hope of sweeping the deposits from the brain. The study is funded in part by a $36 million grant from the National Institutes of Health which has stipulated that organizers must work to boost minority representation in the trial. African-Americans are at increased risk of Alzheimer's disease because of a complex mix of factors. For starters, African-Americans are about 1.4 times more likely than whites to carry the apolipoprotein E, APOE, E4 gene variant, which consistently has been identified as a risk factor for Alzheimer's. APO is a key component of high-density lipids, HDL, and plays a central role in transporting cholesterol in the brain. We know for a fact that it does catalyze or promote development of the disease and that African Americans have higher occurrence of the gene, said. Thomas O. Obizizan, a physician and researcher at Howard University. Oddly, the risk of a developing disease associated with that gene in African Americans is less than the risk associated with that gene in whites, Obizizin, said. But that is perhaps because fewer blacks live long enough to develop Alzheimer's, often because of other ailments, such as cardiovascular disease, he said. What else more, researchers recently identified another gene that appears to raise the Alzheimer's risk for African Americans, Obizesin said. gene, ABCA7, which is involved in cholesterol metabolism and acts as a transporter between cellular membranes was found to make blacks about 1.8 times as likely as whites to develop Alzheimer's. Other scientists think that African Americans may be at greater risk for Alzheimer's because they also are at greater risk for diabetes, hypertension, and cardiovascular disease which contribute to development of the disease. Socioeconomic factors, such as more limited access to medical care and per diet, also play a role. It is very clear that these issues are related to poverty, said Laurie M. Ryan, chief of the Dementias of Aging branch in the National Institute on Aging's Neuroscience Division. Another possible factor, researchers said, is The stress that comes from enduring discrimination. Stress has long been known to raise the risk of Alzheimer's, and Lisa Barnes, a neurology professor at Rush University Medical Center, said that this finding has been borne out in her work, an epidemiological study focusing on African Americans since 2004. I think the most striking thing is the importance of social factors. Such as perceived discrimination, social resources and purpose of life, Barnes said. Lower education levels among blacks also heighten risk. Researchers hypothesize that a limited education fails to create the rich network of connections among brain cells used in memory and cognition. When dementia begins, minor deterioration has a bigger effect. The analogy often used is one of bandwidth, it takes less time to degrade a narrow data handling network than a large one. Early education has a profound effect on our cognitive function throughout your entire life, said Jennifer Manley, a neurology professor at the Taup Institute for Research on Alzheimer's Disease and the Aging Brain at Columbia University Medical Center. And it turns out to have a profound effect on your risk for cognitive decline in developing Alzheimer's disease. Education also affects African Americans' perception of Alzheimer's, as do cultural biases. A 2007 caregivers at survey for the Alzheimer's Foundation of America found that African Americans were more likely to view Alzheimer's as part of normal aging. 70% of blacks also dismissed the disease as Symptoms as signs of old age, compared with 53% of other non-Hispanic ethnic groups. Not many African Americans are aware that Alzheimer's disease is, per se, a disease, comma, said Key Britton F. Mané, a physician and neuroscience professor at Howard University. And so they don't seek help at an early age when the disease happens. Dot. The survey for the Alzheimer's Foundation of America also found that African Americans were more concerned about the stigma of Alzheimer's, an attitude held by both victims and their caregivers that led to delays in seeking medical treatment. A different study, published in 2005 in the Journal of the American Geriatrics Society, found delays as long as seven years, at least in Part because it was difficult to face the possibility that the patient might have dementia. Changing those attitudes is what brought scientists and actors to Roxbury Community College's main stage theater on a recent Saturday. Organizers, including the NAACP and Black Ministerial Alliance of Greater Boston, found out in the African-American community to invite people to attend as the U.S. elderly population continues to expand rapidly, Alzheimer's disease poses a major and increasing public health challenge, and older African Americans may be disproportionately burdened by the disease. Although African Americans were generally underincluded in previous research studies, new and growing evidence suggests that they may be at increased risk of the disease and that they differ from the non-Hispanic white population in risk factors and disease manifestation. This article offers an overview of the challenges of Alzheimer's disease in the African Americans, including diagnosis issues, disparities in risk factors and clinical presentation of disease, and community-based recommendations to enhance research with this population. Alzheimer's disease continues to be a large and growing public health problem for caregivers and families, health services workers, and policymakers. The occurrence of the disease is strongly related to age, and because the population ages 65 and older is growing at a rapid pace, the number of people with dementia is expected to increase significantly in the coming decades. At the same time. United States is becoming increasingly diverse, particularly among the elderly. In 2010 the U.S. Census Bureau indicated that 20% of the U.S. population ages 65 and older was a racial or ethnic minority. Current projections suggest that by 2050, 42% of the nation's older adults will be members of minority groups. Among those ages 85 and older, 33% are projected to be a minority. This demographic shift in both age and racial composition will represent a critical challenge to minority populations, particularly older African Americans, because a growing body of evidence suggests that African Americans may have a greater risk of Alzheimer's disease compared to the non-Hispanic white population. Yet knowledge about diagnosis, mechanisms, management, and treatment of the disease is based almost exclusively on studies of non-Hispanic whites. The lack of high-quality biologic data on large numbers of racial and ethnic minorities poses critical barriers to break res in understanding whether the mechanisms and processes of Alzheimer's disease operate the same or differently in racial and ethnic minorities and, if so, how, particularly in the high-risk African-American population. In this article, a brief overview of racial disparities in Alzheimer's is followed by a review of the evidence for disparities and risk factors for clinical manifestations of the disease, recommendations for future directions to expand understanding of Alzheimer's in the African-American population, and strategies to guide research efforts in this area. It is important to note that this review highlights primarily biologic mechanisms underlying health disparities because Alzheimer's disease is a neurodegenerative disease. We do not mean to suggest that biologic differences alone account for disparities in Alzheimer's disease. There is a large and diverse literature on cultural beliefs and perceptions of disease and aging, inequities in health care access, life course influences, and social and cultural variations in caregiving experiences, and these factors likely intersect with biologic mechanisms in currently unknown ways, resulting in these health disparities for Alzheimer's disease. comprehensive review of these non-biologic issues is beyond the scope of this article. However, given the complexity of the disease and the fact that no single factor has accounted for observed disparities, multi-interdisciplinary collaborations that can integrate multi-dimensional layers of data, such as biologic, social, life course, environmental, and policy, will be necessary to move the field forward and address one of the most urgent public health problems of our time the national institute on aging alzheimer's association work groups on diagnostic guidelines for alzheimer's disease recently presented a set of revised clinical and pathologic criteria for the disease in the revised criteria alzheimer's is recognized as a chronic disease that begins with a pathologic process characterized by deposits of abnormal proteins in the brain in the absence of any detectable cognitive impairment, followed by subtle impairment, and then obvious mild cognitive impairment, with dementia, representing only the end stage of the disease. The revised criteria differ from the old criteria by incorporating biomarkers and also by expanding Alzheimer's disease into three phases, an asymptomatic preclinical phase, a symptomatic pre-dementia phase, also known as mild cognitive impairment, or MCI, and a dementia phase. The diagnostic criteria of the asymptomatic phase are intended for research purposes only. In the crafting of a definition that integrates phases of Alzheimer's disease, that precede dementia, the goal is to encourage clinicians toward an earlier diagnosis and treatment. Further, the criteria affirm that Alzheimer's disease is specifically the cognitive impairment that results from a particular set of brain pathologies. However, because many of these brain pathologies are not readily detectable during life, the common usage of the term alzheimer's disease in the literature and in this review refers to the clinical syndrome several facts should be borne in mind first in old age mixed pathologies for example the combination of alzheimer's disease pathology and other common pathologies such as cerebrovascular disease are the most common cause of the alzheimer's disease syndrome second alzheimer's disease pathology is common in people without overt cognitive impairment third many risk factors for the clinical alzheimer's disease syndrome are not directly related to its underlying pathology as is discussed in this article these facts result in a number of challenges to extrapolating research findings on Alzheimer's disease from studies of predominantly non-Hispanic white populations to minority populations. Racial disparities in Alzheimer's disease A growing body of evidence suggests that the prevalence of cognitive impairment or Alzheimer's disease may be two to three times higher among older African Americans than in older non-Hispanic whites. Yet results from large population-based studies of the incidence of Alzheimer's disease, that is, new cases of disease, have been mixed. The discrepancy in the literature may stem from the fact that substantial racial disparities exist for cognitive test performance, with older African Americans tending to perform more poorly, on average, than older non-Hispanic whites, because level of Achievement on cognitive performance tests is still the primary standard for making an Alzheimer's diagnosis, these marked disparities often present. Unique Challenges for Diagnosing Dementia in Older African Americans Researchers have used a number of strategies to adjust for poor performance on cognitive tests, but given evidence that African Americans with Alzheimer's disease decline more slowly and have a longer survival rate. Compared with non-Hispanic whites, it is possible that relying on performance on cognitive tests measured at a single point in time is causing Alzheimer's disease to be overdiagnosed in the Farcan Americans. A better strategy, when possible, is to examine change in cognitive function over time, given that The development of Alzheimer's disease entails a progressive decline in cognitive function, using longitudinal data where cognition is measured over multiple time points relieves the challenge of interpreting performance-based on a single point in time. Further, the person serves as his or her own control, rather than comparisons with groups that differ on factors that can influence performance. For example, socioeconomic status and health. In fact, studies that compare African Americans to non-Hispanic whites on rates of change over time typically find no or very small differences. Thus, there remain important gaps in the medical literature, and consequently also in understanding of factors that influence Alzheimer's disease among African Americans. Risk factors in African Americans disease prevention, or delaying disease onset, is likely to be the critical component to reducing racial disparities in Alzheimer's disease. However, disease prevention first requires the identification of risk factors for cognitive decline and dementia, and subsequently the development of strategies to modify behavior or intervene with treatment age and genetics the most well-established risk factors for Alzheimer's disease are age and a genetic polymorphism called apolipoprotein e apoe age is strongly linked to risk of disease with current estimates suggesting a ten percent increased risk for people older than sixty-five and a fifty percent increased risk for people older than eighty-five These rates do not appear to vary by race. In contrast, the data for APO have been much more mixed. APO is a cholesterol transport plasma protein that has three different alleles E2, E3, and E4 on chromosome 19. The three alleles code for three different APO isoforms APO2, APO3, and APO4, which results in six potential genotypes. E2/2, E2/3, E2/4, E3/3, E3/4, and E4/4. An association between the presence of one or more apoE4 alleles and Alzheimer's disease has been demonstrated in numerous studies. Top twenty. There is now fairly good evidence that the apoE4 allele increases risk of clinical Alzheimer's disease by enhancing the Accumulation of Alzheimer's disease pathology, the abnormal brain proteins known as amyloid plaques and neurofibrillary tangles. The prevalence of the E4 allele is consistently found to be higher in African Americans than non-Hispanic whites, but it is inconsistently related to Alzheimer's disease or cognition in this population. However, a recent Genome-Wide Association Study G.W.A.S., using several African-American cohorts, confirmed that apoe 4 allele, along with a new gene, ABCA7, is related to an increased risk of Alzheimer's disease among African-Americans. The study is noteworthy for two reasons. First, it represents the largest genome-wide association study to date involving African-Americans almost all Such studies for late-onset Alzheimer's disease have been done with non-Hispanic whites. Second, both genes that were found to be related to an increased risk of Alzheimer's disease are involved in cholesterol transport. And given that cholesterol metabolism has been implicated in Alzheimer's disease, this presents a potential target for future intervention studies. Vascular conditions other risk factors for alzheimer's disease in african americans are also likely to be related to vascular conditions although more data are warranted for example diabetes has been associated with risk of alzheimer's disease in many studies of non-hispanic whites the neurobiologic mechanism linking diabetes to the development of alzheimer's disease is unknown but Diabetes is a risk factor for clinically diagnosed stroke, particularly subcortical infarcts, and may contribute to cognitive impairment with stroke. However, few studies have directly examined the relationship between diabetes and common neuropathologies, and results have been inconclusive, because of the association of a diabetes with clinical stroke and vascular dementia, it is Plausible that people with diabetes may have more infarct pathology than Alzheimer's disease pathology, but without improved data, this cannot be confirmed. Regardless, numerous studies have documented a higher burden of diabetes among older African Americans compared to older non Hispanic whites, including a greater prevalence of risk factors related to diabetes and more diabetes related complications. Body Mass Index. Another potentially relevant risk factor for Alzheimer's disease in African Americans is Body Mass Index, BMI. The relationship between BMI and cognition in old age is complex. Some studies report that low BMI or weight loss is associated with cognitive impairment and dementia, while others have. Reported an association between high BMI and cognitive impairment or a nonlinear relationship Few studies have examined racial differences in the association of BMI and dementia. African Americans have a higher prevalence of overweight and obesity compared to non-hispanic whites and stronger effects of BMI in various conditions, including diabetes, metabolic syndrome and hypertension. Thus, BMI could represent a compelling link with dementia in this population. Other physiologic risk factors Several additional risk factors have also been found to be related to Alzheimer's disease or cognitive impairment in predominantly non-Hispanic white samples, including chronic kidney disease and both lower and higher hemoglobin levels because of the well-documented racial differences in many of these conditions and their association with cardiovascular disease, and the fact that cerebrovascular pathology contributes to the Alzheimer's disease syndrome, studies with large numbers of clinically well-characterized African-Americans are needed to determine whether these vascular risk factors Increased risk of Alzheimer's disease among African Americans, are related to the neuropathology of Alzheimer's disease in the African Americans with and without dementia, or may be modified by social and environmental factors that influence racial disparities in many vascular conditions such as neighborhood conditions, health care behavior, quality of medical care, and experiences of discrimination in general. In addition, an important implication of a connection between vascular risk factors and Alzheimer's disease is that treatment or elimination of vascular disease in African Americans could have a major impact on Alzheimer's disease diagnoses in this population. Psychosocial Risk Factors Finally, relatively few studies have examined whether psychosocial risk Factors influence risk of disease among african-americans, although many studies have examined these factors in non-hispanic whites. For instance, there is evidence that living in rural conditions in childhood is related to an increased risk of alzheimer's disease and one study reported that low levels of education or poor quality education increased risk of alzheimer's disease. However, neuroticism, or the tendency to experience psychological distress, was not related to risk of Alzheimer's disease in African Americans, although it was related to the risk of Alzheimer's disease in non-Hispanic whites. In contrast to the limited evidence on the relationships between psychosocial factors and incidence of Alzheimer's disease, more studies have examined risk Factors for cognitive decline in african-americans as shown in Exhibit 1 many risk factors for cognitive decline operate the same in african-americans and non-hispanic whites for example results from population and Community-based studies have demonstrated that current smoking and greater Depressive symptoms are related to a faster rate of cognitive decline and the effects do not differ by race Similarly, both cognitive activity and social networks reduce the rate of cognitive decline effects that are the same in African-Americans and non-Hispanic whites. In contrast, there are a few risk factors that have been found to operate differently in African-Americans and non-Hispanic whites. For example, early life social adversity or disadvantage was found to be related to a slower rate of decline among african-americans but not non-hispanic whites and higher social engagement was related to a slower rate of decline in non-hispanic whites but not african-americans given that cognitive decline is the hallmark of alzheimer's disease these risk factors may provide clues to racial differences in the development of alzheimer's disease RACIAL DIFFERENCES IN CLINICAL MANIFESTATION OF DISEASE Some studies suggest that the clinical manifestation of Alzheimer's disease may differ for African Americans compared to non-Hispanic whites, in that the former often present with an earlier age of onset and exhibit greater severity of symptoms at the time of presentation. This is consistent with the fact that compared to non-Hispanic whites, minorities are less likely to seek medical attention, and when they do, they present later in the disease. course, it has also been documented that African Americans are less likely and non-Hispanic whites to receive Alzheimer's treatments, such as acetylcholinesterase inhibitors or Mermandine. To what extent these clinical manifestations are due to cultural differences in beliefs about the causes of Alzheimer's disease. Mistrust and experiences of discrimination in the health care setting or culturally determined views on health behaviors and risk perceptions has not been examined, but there is growing awareness that these extrinsic social factors may influence at least some of the disparities in clinical presentation and treatment challenges for future studies with older African Americans. Because Alzheimer's disease diagnosis, treatment, management strategies, and prevention studies have focused almost exclusively on the non-Hispanic white population, progress in research on the clinical and neuropathologic characteristics of Alzheimer's in minority groups had been limited. Understanding the biologic pathways linking risk factors to cognitive Function is essential for the development of effective preventative therapeutic interventions. It thus is necessary to move towards studies that can address the biologic mechanisms that underlie cognition and identify modifiable risk factors for prevention, including comorbid conditions, for example, vascular disease, social context, health behaviors, and environmental factors in order to significantly advance research on African Americans and Alzheimer's disease. The recruitment and retention of African Americans in research studies has been challenging, because of cultural and historical barriers, particularly for neurobiologic studies. To improve efforts in this area, recruitment for research must be concentrated on effectively communicating the purpose and intent of research in a way that appreciates the value of the research for the person as well as his or her community, building on a foundation of shared responsibility and establishing mutually beneficial long-term relationships with the African-American community is the single most important strategy for increasing participation in research studies, particularly those that require invasive procedures or clinically oriented data collection, as documented in several studies, networking with gatekeepers of the community, such as leaders of community organizations and pastors, allows researchers to gain insight into the concerns of the community and strategies to engage the community in a way that is mutually beneficial, similar to community-based participatory research methods alzheimer's disease research with african-americans requires a constant presence in the community by researchers who can provide culturally tailored and culturally sensitive educational programs that focus not just on the specific research studies at hand but more broadly on the value of research and the benefits to the community now and in the future it is clear the inclusion of older african-americans with a wide spectrum of educational and life experiences and research studies is vital to lessening the impact of the disparities in alzheimer's risk and disease burden and critical to filling an important gap in knowledge on the transition of healthy aging to dementia in this high-risk population however unlike research with the majority population an understanding of the past abuses experienced by African Americans particularly as it pertains to research necessitates additional strategies to keep subjects engaged including strengthening trust and ensuring transparency overcoming barriers to participation such as transportation and caregiving responsibilities maintaining frequent contact regardless of the funding situation and Disseminating research findings and study updates in a timely and culturally sensitive fashion include people without impairments. First, it is important to increase studies that include African Americans without dementia or cognitive impairment. Most studies to date have been conducted in medical settings with patients who present to a memory clinic with cognitive complaints or have diagnosed disease. Although much has been learned from this approach, risk factors for clinically evident disease may differ from those for risk of disease, that is, in people who do not yet have disease. Further, as discussed earlier, it is well documented that older African Americans tend to present later in the disease process when behavioral symptoms may be more prevalent and cognitive impairment more severe underscoring the need to recruit and enroll people without dementia. Given the difficulty in recruiting study subjects for a disease they do not yet have, innovative recruitment strategies must be used, such as partnering with colleagues in social marketing to help advertise for studies, creating culturally inviting brochures that better attract African-American participants, and offering services when possible as a means of giving back. To the community, for example, if the researcher determines that the population is in need of preventive screening measures, one might partner with departments that can provide free screenings or incorporate mechanisms to give blood reports if participants are asked to donate a blood sample. Be present in communities. The second recommendation is for clinicians and academics to physically go to the communities they serve instead of waiting for community members to show up at clinics in academic institutions to attract people without dementia community-based recruitment strategies must be used innovative approaches to overcome barriers that often deter african-americans from participating in research have been found to be useful in many studies for example it is Important to employ African-American team members with extensive ties to the African-American community. In addition, providing culturally sensitive community education or ancillary services, such as health screenings or educational presentations, is often viewed as mutually beneficial and empowers communities to be more proactive about their health and health concerns. These approaches as well as the recruitment and retention efforts mentioned earlier are expensive, time-consuming, and labor-intensive, but they were absolutely necessary to engage a disenfranchised population with high levels of mistrust. Assess a wide range of risk factors. The third recommendation is to assess a wide range of risk factors. Cognition is multidimensional and composed of several distinct abilities. Since specific brain regions are selectively vulnerable to different age-related diseases, such as hippocampal formation and Alzheimer's disease and the substantia nigra and Parkinson's disease, it is likely that risk factors associated with these diseases will affect some cognitive abilities more than others. In fact, There is a growing appreciation in the literature for this point in the non-Hispanic white population. However, there are few data on risk factors for change in different cognitive abilities among African Americans, and none that link risk factors with neuropathology. Because most studies in the community use brief screening measures to assess cognition, the additional time required to more broadly assess specific cognitive. Abilities is the biggest cost but is outweighed by the enhanced ability to emphasize dissociable cognitive systems that have different anatomic substrates commonly affected by Alzheimer's disease. Go beyond cognitive function tests. Finally, cutting-edge entomortem imaging, biofluid biomarkers, and autopsy of people from diverse racial and ethnic backgrounds must be incorporated into studies of prevention performance on cognitive function tests is still the gold standard for diagnosing alzheimer's disease as discussed education is closely tied to performance on these tests and both years and quality of education tend to be lower in racial and ethnic minorities creating serious challenges for accurate diagnoses in these populations given that clinical and pathological information about the earliest cognitive changes is now making it possible to develop strategies to prevent the disease from developing or to slow its progression. The field is primed to advance. Questions about risk factors for Alzheimer's and Alzheimer's pathology in the African American population. The older African American population is growing at a rapid pace, and the burden of aging related cognitive impairment and Alzheimer's disease will continue to present a tremendous challenge. Studies of substantial numbers of cognitively unimpaired African Americans with well characterized cognitive data and clinical biomarkers would facilitate correlation of cognitive status with observed neuropathologic changes, allowing scientific questions. Regarding the accumulation of pathology along the full spectrum of cognitive aging from normal aging to dementia to be addressed in one of the most vulnerable at-risk populations in the United States. What is learned from African Americans will likely lay the foundation of understanding for other racial and ethnic population groups, and for society as a whole. The Alzheimer's Association has identified an emerging public health crisis. Among African Americans A Silent Epidemic of Alzheimer's Disease. This report brings together for the first time an accumulating body of evidence about the scope and nature of Alzheimer's disease in African Americans. Each study is important on its own, but only when put together does the magnitude of the crisis become clear. Among the findings from research highlighted in this report Alzheimer's disease is more prevalent among African Americans than among whites with estimates ranging from 14% to almost 100% higher. There is a greater familial risk of Alzheimer's in African Americans, and genetic and environmental factors may work differently to cause Alzheimer's disease in African Americans. Scientists are at a vital juncture in research, advances in genetics and Imaging, combined with our increased understanding of the mechanisms of Alzheimer's, provide immense opportunities to examine the disease in African Americans in ways that would not have been possible even five years ago. Without additional investment in Alzheimer's research targeted to all populations, but especially to African Americans, there is a danger that research will be stopped in its tracks. The promise of vascular research one of the most promising areas of research where additional funding is needed is the growing body of evidence that vascular disease may be a key mechanism in triggering the manifestation of Alzheimer's disease. Data from longitudinal studies suggest that high cholesterol and high blood pressure may be significant risk factors for Alzheimer's. The implications of these discoveries are enormous for African Americans, among whom vascular disease and its risk factors are disproportionately present. Effective therapies for primary and secondary prevention of vascular disease already exist, including cholesterol lowering drugs, statins, and antihypertensive medications. Now, observational studies indicate that these Drugs may also protect against cognitive impairment and Alzheimer's disease. This is a line of scientific inquiry that must be pursued as aggressively as possible. The epidemic of Alzheimer's will continue to spread over the next 30 years, as the number of African Americans entering the age of risk more and doubles to 6.9 million. There is no time to waste. African Americans are hard hit by Alzheimer's disease age-specific prevalence of dementia has been found to be 14% to 100% higher in African Americans. While the rates vary among studies, 3 out of 4 report these higher prevalence rates, the cumulative risk of dementia among first-degree relatives of African Americans who have Alzheimer's disease is 43.7%. For spouses, who share environmental but not genetic backgrounds, the cumulative risk was 18.4%. These findings of familial risk, reported in January 2002, are based on family histories of the largest number of African-American families ever studied for Alzheimer's disease. The number of African-Americans entering age of risk is growing rapidly. Age is a key risk factor for Alzheimer's disease in all racial and ethnic groups. Over 10% of all persons over 65, and nearly half of those over 85 have Alzheimer's disease. The number of African Americans aged 65 and over will more than double by 2030, from 2.7 million in 1995 to 6.9 million by 2030. The number of African Americans age 85 and over is growing almost as rapidly, from 277,000 in 1995 to 638,000 in 2030 and will increase more than five-fold between 1995 and 2050, when it will reach 1.6 million. Genetic and environmental risk factors for Alzheimer's disease seem different in African Americans. Genetic risk factors seem different in African Americans and White Americans. The PO Genotype alone does not explain the increased frequency of Alzheimer's disease in older African Americans. Data from a large-scale longitudinal study indicate that persons with a history of either high blood pressure or high cholesterol levels are twice as likely to get Alzheimer's disease. Those with both risk factors are four times as likely to become demented sixty-five percent of african-american medicare beneficiaries have hypertension compared to fifty-one percent of white beneficiaries they are also at higher risk of stroke data from the current medicare beneficiary survey african-americans have a sixty percent high risk of type 2 diabetes a condition that Contributes directly to vascular disease. African Americans have a higher rate of vascular dementia than white Americans. Screening and assessment. Tools and clinical trials are not designed to address the unique presentation. Of Alzheimer's disease in African American. As the largest private funder of Alzheimer's research, the Alzheimer's association has invested nearly 120 million dollars to find answers to this disease we are providing research grants to encourage new african-american investigators and research on african-americans at a number of institutions and are particularly proud of our early investment in some of the most important research described in this report including the longitudinal study of African-Americans and Nigerians at Indiana University. In 2002, a primary focus of the research funded by the association will be vascular disease and dementia. We have also formed a diversity work group of leading researchers working on Alzheimer's disease and diverse cultures to help us identify priorities for future research. The association values its Collaborations with the National Institute on Aging and we are gratified to see the results of our work together as a result of a workshop on race and cultural effects on measurement of cognition, which we co-sponsored in late 2001, the NI is launching an important initiative that will address racial and cultural effects on cognitive function and measurement. While we accelerate the search for answers, We have to do more to help and support those who are dealing with a disease right now. Alzheimer's disease is underreported in African Americans, and diagnosis often occurs at a much later stage of the disease that has huge consequences. People aren't getting the help they need, and families struggle on their own at great personal, emotional and financial cost. Many miss the opportunity for the treatments that now exist, which are most effective in the early stages of the disease. The association is working to improve care and support for people with Alzheimer's disease. Through our chapters, we have stepped up our outreach to African American communities and are developing specific tools for outreach, education and services. Through a collaboration with the administration on aging, we are developing model programs that are finding new ways to reach underserved communities. African Americans who are evaluated have a much higher rate of false positive results. At the same time, there is substantial evidence of underreporting of dementia among African Americans. African Americans tend to be diagnosed at a later stage of Alzheimer's disease limiting the effectiveness of treatments that depend upon early intervention. African Americans are seriously underrepresented in current clinical trials of potential treatments for Alzheimer's disease, particularly in trials conducted by drug companies. This has occurred even though evidence of genetic differences in response to Drugs varies significantly by race and ethnicity. Despite evidence of ethnic differences in family caregivers' experiences, the extent to which caregiver interventions are culturally tailored to address these differences is unknown. A systematic review of literature published from 1980 to 2009 identified differences in caregiving experiences of African American, Latino, and Chinese-American caregivers, psychosocial, support interventions in these groups, and cultural tailoring of interventions. Ethnic differences in caregiving occurred at multiple levels. Intrapersonal, interpersonal, environmental, and in multiple domains. Psychosocial health, life satisfaction, caregiving appraisals, spirituality. Coping. Self-efficacy, Physical Functioning, Social Support, Finial, Responsibility, Familism, Views Toward Elders, use of Formal Services and Health Care. Only 18 of 47 intervention articles reported outcomes by Caregiver Ethnicity. Only 11 reported cultural tailoring, 8 were from the Resources for Enhancing Alzheimer's Caregiver Health. reach initiative. Cultural tailoring addressed familism, language, literacy, protecting elders and logistical barriers. Results suggest that more caregiver intervention studies evaluating systematically the benefits of cultural tailoring are needed. Debate exists regarding differences in the prevalence of Alzheimer's disease. AD in African Americans and Hispanics in the United States, with some Evidence suggesting that the prevalence of AD may be considerably higher in these groups than in non-Hispanic whites. Despite this possible disparity, patients of minority ethnoracial groups often receive delayed diagnosis or inadequate treatment for dementia. This review investigates these disparities by conceptualizing the dementia disease process as a product of both biological and cultural factors. Ethnoracial differences in biological risk factors, such as genetics and cardiovascular disease, may help to explain disparities in the incidence and prevalence of AD. whereas race-specific cultural factors may impact diagnosis and treatment. Cultural factors include differences in the perceptions about what is normal aging and what is not, lack of adequate access to medical care, and issues of trust between minority groups and the medical establishment. The diagnosis of AD and diverse populations may also be complicated by racial biases inherent in cognitive. Screening tools widely used by clinicians, but controlling for literacy level, or using savings scores and psychometric analyzes has the potential to mitigate these biases. We also suggest that emerging biomarker-based diagnostic tools may be useful in further characterizing diverse populations. With ADD, recognizing the gap in communication that exists between minority communities and the medical research community, we propose that education and outreach are a critical next step in the effort to understand ADD as it relates to diverse populations.